You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it. AEW Dark Elevation starts with eight-woman tag team match with Emi Sakura, The Bunny, Diamante, and Nala Rose defeated Julia Hart, Sky Blue, Layla Hirsch, and Rio Mizunami with Nala Rose getting the pin on Julia Hart after the Beast Bomb. Ty Conti and Anna Jay defeated the team of Alice Crowley and Missa Kate. Crowley's making her debut here, and she gets tapped out rather quickly by Anna Jay with the Queen Slayer. Santana and Ortiz defeated the team of Braden Lee and Isaiah Moore. Santana gets the pin on Moore after he discussed Lariat. Tony Nice defeated Vic Capri. Capri is an indie veteran who's been wrestling for over 20 years or so. Um, he also wrestled on WWE Jacked uh, back in the day when it was WWF Jacked. Uh, he took a couple years off, but now he's back. Making his debut here, and Tony Nese gets to win on him with a pump handle into a pile driver. Matt Hardy, Isaiah Cassidy, and The Blade defeated Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, and Allen Five Angels of the Dark Order. Matt Hardy gets the pin on Angels after the twist of fate. This is a rematch from Elevation from two weeks ago. Jay Lethal making his dark debut defeated the debuting Trenton Storm easily with the lethal injection. And the main event saw John Silver, Alex Reynolds, and the Varsity Blondes teaming up to take on the acclaimed chaos and the chaos project max casters freestyle he dissed the chicago cubs barry horowitz and aaron Rodgers, saying something about never getting a shot like him mark henry mentions the wu-tang clan yet again here comparing the dark order to them but john silver gets the pin and the win on serpentico after the spin doctor aw dark this is the last set of tapings from the universal studios tapings they had a couple weeks back Sean Spears and Warlow defeated Bear Country. Warlow gets the pin after hitting the Casualty of War. This was done after Paul, uh, Bear Country was trying to do their finisher, which is like the splash on top of each other's shoulders. And as one of them was falling, uh, Warlow hits his Casualty of War for the pin. Kylan King gets a win here over Renee Michelle quickly with the Kingdom Falls. Santana and Ortiz defeated Brandon Gore and Gus De La Vega, making his debut easily with their outline and chalk finisher. Sky Blue defeated the debut in La Rosa Negra. Uh, Rosa, you might be familiar with her from her work in Shine and elsewhere, but you also might recognize her name as being the person that was involved in the Tessa Blanchard altercation 
couple years back. Sky Blue gets the win quickly with the modified flatliner. Allen Fine Angels defeated Mike Reed with the wing snapper. Rio Mizunami defeated Danny Jordan. This is the return of Danny Jordan's burn book, which describes Mizunami as all hype, annoying, barely seen on TV, and she can't chop people for shit. As a result, Rio kills her with a power slam for the win. The Butcher defeated Michael Martinez in about a minute. Julia Hart gets a singles victory over Nikita Knight with a bulldog split. Infinito defeats Ray Jazz. This mysterious mass Infinito is introduced from the infinite universe, the beginning and end of time, and weighing more than you could possibly imagine. Not sure who this guy is, but he looks like he could be American, and he has dragon-like movements, so it should remain a mystery on who he is. Infinito wins with an infinite airplane spin. He went on forever, and then rolled him up for the pen. Layla Hirsch defeated Sahara 7 immediately with the Juju Katami. Varsity Blondes defeated Aaron Soldo and Nick Camarado with Brian Pillman pinning Camarado with a sunset flip. After the match, the Varsity Blondes cut a promo saying that they are the future and they're going after those tag team titles. Tony Nice defeated DeMarcio James with the running niece ahead of his TNT title shot against Sammy Guevara. Matt Hardy and Jorah Joe defeated Baron Black and Prince Agbala, who's making his debut. Jorah Joe pretty much did all the hard work in this match until Matt Hardy demanded to be tagged in just to hit the twist of fate and get the pin on Agbala. Ethan Page defeated Fuego Del Sol with the Eagle's Edge. A real good competitive effort here from Fuego in defeat. And the main event saw Adam Cole defeated Anthony Green. Cole making his dark debut here. Um, defeating Green with the boom. But Green had a pretty nice showing and even had the crowd behind him. We move on to NXT UK where Jordan Devlin defeated Mark Andrews with the Devil Inside. They announced in two weeks it'll be Pretty, De- Pretty Deadly versus Mustache Mountain for the tag team titles. And because of what happened to Gallus last week, Joe Coffey challenges Charlie Dempsey to a match. Uh, Johnny Saint made his return and also... Uh, made sure that tonight's Noam Dar versus Sam Gradwell match is for the Heritage Cup title. Telling Sid Scala that whatever he says goes now. Isla Dawn defeated Aaliyah James, and after the match, Dawn returned Aaliyah's scrunchie that she stole. So I guess she was uh, impressed enough to give her back her belongings. Zaya Brookside walks into Sid Scala's office and starts begging for her match against Michael Sanamura. And when Sid Scala says that it'll be next week, she complains as it says that's not enough time for her to train. So Sid Scala says either next week or not at all. So it looks like we are getting that match. Ginny defeated Angel Hayes. It was supposed to be Danny Luna, but um, it was insinuated that Ginny took her out in the back and took her spot and says that it's not happening and we have to live without Danny Luna. And Ginny is going to start taking things in her own hands, including ending her business relationship with Joseph Connors. So it looks like we won't be seeing them as a team anymore. And Ginny gets the pin easily with the makeover. Nina Samuels tries to get a word with Reiko Satomura, but Amelia McKenzie tells her that they are training. Kenny Williams gets in Mark Andrews' face, uh, also for checking in on Flash Morgan Webster. So it looks like that might, might be a match that we're getting. In a main event for the Heritage Cup, Noam Dar defeated Sam Gradwell. Gradwell gets the first pin in round one after using his knee brace. Dar comes right back in round two, hitting the Nova Roller for the pin. And then Dar got the victory with a knee, with a knee bar, making Gradwell tap out at the end of round four after some assistance from Shaw Samuels, who was ringside. Impact Wrestling has Wrestle House 2, the return of Wrestle House. Uh, we actually had a match on before the Impact, a regular standard match. Chris Bay defeated Fala Ball. But then we go into the actual Wrestle House itself. Um, yeah, it's what you expect. If you've seen Wrestle House before, you know what to expect. It's um, all pretty much comedy with some matches thrown in there. So the matches were actually done in a ring, but it was a different location than their Las Vegas tapings. Uh, so Rosemary tells the rest of the house that they're only here until Johnny Swinger is happy again. So that's pretty much the premise of this whole episode is to make Johnny Swinger happy. We have some sort of commentary from James Mitchell, Dr. Ross, and Sin Bodhi, who you might, you might remember from his brief run in WWE as Kizarni. Uh, so the match is here. Chris Saban defeated Caleb with a K, and this match was made because Saban kept coming into the Russell house in slow motion and out of the shower and even won the match in slow motion with the cradle of shock. Uh, downtown Daddy Brown, who was actually Willie Mack, defeated Johnny Swinger. 
Brown was supposed to be this old school wrestler that wrestled back in the days with Swinger. So he was transported here to try to make him feel better, but they have a beef stemming from back here. Mac wins with the elbow drop, but it played it off like he was an old man, so he could barely move. We have a uh, multi-person match here where Rosemary Havoc, Crazy Steve, Black Taurus, and Chris Sabin um, defeated Madison Rain, Caleb with a K, Hernandez, Alicia, and Eddie Edwards, who was transported as a request by Alicia. Rosemary pinned Alicia with a spear. This is pretty much two sides. The one side that wants to stay at Russell House and the other side that doesn't want to stay. So the side that wants to stay were the ones that won. Johnny Swinger gets a win over Lawrence D or Larry D over the love of Swingerella 1. So the storyline was they were trying to put Swingerella number one with Johnny Swinger. I feel weird recapping all this, but this is Russell House. What can you expect? Uh, and after the match, Johnny Swinger and Swing- Swingerella kiss in the ring. Um, but Rosemary says that the fine print is that they can't all go home until Swinger and Swingerella get married. Uh, stupid, stupid fun. Not to be taken seriously. Black Taurus defeated Hernandez. Hernandez was getting a little suspicious about Rosemary and Johnny Bravo, Johnny Bravo's true motives, so it led to this match. Uh, and then they go to the wedding, but the wedding is ruined once Eddie Edwards and Hernandez reveal Rosemary's true purpose of doing this to steal Johnny Bravo's soul. But Bravo reveals that he's not a virgin anymore, so it won't work. And it's revealed that Swingerella number one has been sleeping with Johnny Bravo. So Johnny Swinger was actually extremely happy about this and leaves the wedding. So instead, Johnny Bravo... And Swingerella number one, revealed as Broomhilda, get married, uh, making her a Bravorella. And the show ends with them having Thanksgiving dinner. And it seems like they're still stuck in the house, so possibly a Christmas continuation will happen as uh, Willie Mac ends the show coming in dressed as Santa Claus. And throughout the show, Johnny Bravo was wearing uh, Taya Valkyrie loca shirts. So I wouldn't be surprised if Taya Valkyrie makes her return to the Russell House. NWA Power actually was not a traditional episode. It was more of a special to hype up the Hard Times 2 that's coming up this Saturday with the main event of, um, well, you have Nick Aldis versus Tom Latimer as well as Trevor Murdoch defending the NWA title against uh, Mike Knox. 205 Live has Electra Lopez making a 205 debut, defeated Valentina Feroz with a modified sit-out powerbomb. Amari Miller defeated Erica Yan with the cravat into the knee, and Solo Sokoa, also making his 205 Live debut, defeated Andre Chase with a splash off the top rope. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong. This was taped a while back, so a couple names here are unfortunately sidelined uh, for the time being. But Jonathan Gresham makes his New Japan Strong debut, defeated Alex Coughlin in what is described as the Coughlin uh, Challenge Series, and Gresham wins with a roll-up after a series of them going back and forth. Really fun match here. Fred Rosser, Carl Fredericks, Rocky Romero, Ren Narita, and DKC defeated Team Filthy, who's Tom Lawler, Danny Limelight, Royce Isaacs, Joro Nelson, and J.R. Kratos spot his qualification after a man comes in dressed as the Black Tiger, comes out and attacks Romero, who is a former Black Tiger, with a pipe, and uh, hits him with a tombstone. Tom Lawler gets in a mic and says that nothing can keep Black Tiger out of this ring, and Rocky Romero's past is coming back to haunt him and end him. And Lawler said that he will fight Darren, as he calls Fred Rosser, at detonation. Uh, so this is the new Black Tiger, Black Tiger, Tiger number eight, and he's actually played by Ricky Reyes, who is formerly known as Cortez Castro in Lucha Underground. Gabriel Kidd made his return here in an in-ring promo. Last time he was seen was back in May 2021, but they said because of the pandemic, he's been stuck in Japan and unable to wrestle. And he challenges Jonathan Gresham at Detonation, and Gresham comes out and says that he honestly had no idea who Kidd was, but he will gladly accept this challenge for this match. Daniel Garcia, Brody King, and Chris Dickinson defeated Barrett Brown, Bateman, and Mysterioso. Brody King pins Mysterioso after Garcia, Brody, and Dickinson all hit triple pile drivers on their three opponents. And the main event here was a Philadelphia street fight. Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki defeated John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. This is a rematch from AW Rampage Grand Slam, uh, the lights out match where Moxley and Kingston got a win. Um, 
And Kingston is actually making his New Japan debut here for any sort of iteration of New Japan. So I'm sure it's a big deal for him. And they literally took this match to the streets. They're fighting in the parking lot against trucks. They use stop signs. At one point, uh, Moxley brings in a literal forbidden door to uh, to use in this match. And the finish came with Archer hitting the blackout on Kingston, but on top of a trash can for the pin. Ring of Honor has the Briscoes defeated Danhausen and PCO after hitting a J-Driller on Danhausen. Roxy defends her Ring of Honor Women's World title against Gia Scott by submission with a face lock. And it should be noted here that MLW has recently made this open door policy where any person, any free agent can come and have a match on an MLW show as um, they will leave spots for them. And the first person to accept this was actually the current Ring of Honor Women's Champion, Roxy. So she'll be appearing at the MLW uh, Blood and Thunder show in Texas. So be on the lookout for that. Back to Ring of Honor, the main event here was EC3 defeated Jay Lethal. Lethal cuts a pretty bizarre promo before the match where he's asking about EC3, but he's just talking about the foundation and says how the foundation has not been reaching out to him after what happened last week. And uh, during the match, he seems a little bothered by it, kind of in and out. And then he actually has the match pretty much won. And then they play that video of him saying, I don't even like the foundation over and over on the Tron. And this causes him to get distracted. So EC3 puts on his purpose submission for the win. So uh, it looks like this might be the last we see of Jay Lethal in Ring of Honor, as obviously he is signed to AEW now. WWE main event has Mansoor defeated Drew Gulak and Los Lotharios, which is Angel and Umberto, defeated the Viking Raiders. The WWE Network editions of the week were ICW Fight Club, as well as WXW We Love Wrestling 23 and Progress Wrestling Chapter 126. This weekend, catch me on PostWrestling.com as I'll be having a report for NWA Hard Times 2, including the matches that I um, talked about earlier in this show, so be able to check that out. And there's a couple other pay-per-views this month as well. But that is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.